Hey everybody, this is Kimia. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to Content and Coffee. Welcome to episode six, everyone. Today, we are going to be doing an update on both North Digital and Ghost It, what's been going on with our businesses this last six weeks or so. And then we're going to focus in on a key question, which is how many times should you follow up with a lead? So we're going to start with an update on Ghost It. Kimia, do you want to jump into it and tell the listeners how Ghost It has been doing? Absolutely. Yeah, it's always, always a pleasure to be here on Content and Coffee. Unfortunately, I have finished my coffee. So we're just going to be talking about content today. So Ghost It is actually working on some really exciting stuff that I'm super excited to get going. Uh, we're launching campaign packs probably within the month. And so what that means is what we've noticed more and more is content takes a little bit of time to get going. But what campaign packs are going to do is because we're already building the audience for the businesses that we work with, we're just going to port that audience into uh, one of the paid platforms. So because we have your audience, because we have their interests, the buyer personas are built, we're going to add those audiences into Facebook and we're going to boost the content with ads. So they're going to get an instant jump in traffic so that we can get even more leads for them, which I'm super excited for. And we're calling that campaign packs. So stay tuned for that. We're also getting deep into the analytics side of things. So we're building out a really cool reporting tool probably within the next month to two months, I would say. And so ideally what that's going to look like is it's going to show how your content acts in your total funnel. So if they land on your blog, go to your homepage and then go fill out whatever action you're trying to drive. So your calls to action, your email signups, if they buy a product, you can see how that blog post affected that signup which is a really big problem in the industry. Not a lot of people actually know how to attribute content to revenue. And so this will be a really nice way to value if your blog posts are, are actually performing. And then obviously we've got our editorial calendar. Not, it's not obvious, but we've got our editorial count coming out, which is going to be awesome. And what this editorial, editorial calendar is going to do is it's going to allow you to plan all your social posts, your blog posts, your campaigns, anything that you need to do for your content marketing is going to be viewable in an editorial calendar. So why that's awesome for us is because we can add little, so like right now the features are going to be the social posts. So Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and then we're going to have blog placeholders and email newsletter placeholders, which we can add little notes to. So if you're looking to just kind of plan out your month of content in advance, this is going to be a really powerful tool, which I'm really excited to, to get launched. And it's going to be completely free if you're doing your own content. So if any listeners want to want to jump on, just shoot me a message at Kimia, K-I-M-I-A at hello at ghostit.co. Again, I've messed up my email address. Oh my God. Hello at ghostit.co. You can send a message to jump onto that beta campaign or message me personally at Kimia at ghostit.co. And I'd be happy to, to have, you, uh, have you take a look at the editorial calendar. So that's a little, awesome. bit, of, uh, a little bit of updates with what's going on with us. We're, we're quite busy. So, Sean, awesome. what's going on with you? Yeah, before I get into mine, I just want to touch on a few of those things you brought up. So, me and Kimia had discussed previously this idea of integrating a little bit of paid ads into Ghosted's content marketing. And I love the way you sort of package this into something called campaign packs. I think that's awesome. Um, so, if I have the understanding right, basically mm -hmm. what it's going to be is you're going to do the content and then strategically boost the post just for a small amount of ad spend that's going to, you know, like 5x, 10x, maybe even 20x the exposure right off the bat. So your clients can just hit the ground running. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. So 
say you're say you have a blog post that's getting you know 500 views with our campaign packs that's going to look more like 5,000 impressions which will probably translate to 1,500 views depending on your click through rates. Mm. So I'm really excited to get this going because our our customers are going to see a huge boost in traffic that subscribe to campaign packs. The other thing that I failed to mention is we're launching it for two months free. And so our existing customers, they're going to get it for free. So if you're looking to get a little bit of a jump in your content, uh, that's something that, that we're going to be working on uh, because we really want to make sure that it's, it's giving them maximum benefit. And obviously, it'll, it'll switch to a campaign later, like a paid campaign later on. But I really want to prove that it's, it's valuable. But anyways, let's talk about what's going on with North Digital. Absolutely. So it's been exciting six weeks at the North Digital office in Vancouver. And what one of the, the first thing I've been focusing on is really systemizing aspects of my business. And at an extremely basic level, this just, you know, starts from doing the same things each day when I'm running the prospecting and different avenues of my business itself. And something I've systemized is my follow-up for leads and you know people that I want to become clients in the future. And I use a software called Pipedrive that allows me to you know log in and schedule the next activity, the next follow-up. And by really making a systemized process about of this and really buckling down and you know sticking every morning, I'll spend an hour going through all of my leads and following up with all of them and scheduling the next follow-up. Finally, that's really started to pay off for North Digital, and we've had a really great month. Uh, November just ended uh, a little while ago now, but November was a great month, and we got a lot of new clients on board. Um, I had, I you know, I think it was right around it was either the Monday right before, or right after Cyber Monday, which is kind of serendipitous. But we got three clients in one day on this given Monday, and uh, it was a really exciting moment because we had been, I've been following up with all these clients prior, and then finally everyone I guess just decided at the same time that they'd pull the trigger and sign up. So that was really, really exciting. Congratulations, man. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And so on top of that, to kind of, on top of getting, uh, it being a good period of time for new clients coming on board, we also have had a lot of new leads and a lot of new people reaching out to us. So something that we're focusing on at North Digital is a bit more branding, a bit more focus on uh, attracting inbound leads. And um, the social media platform I have found for my business to be by far the most effective is actually LinkedIn. And the reason why LinkedIn posts have such a high reach, for me, it's about four to five times higher than Facebook or Instagram, is because with LinkedIn, every time someone likes your post, all of that person's network will see that they like the post and then hence see the post. So I've been trying to focus on doing some LinkedIn posting, and I've had a couple of leads come in directly through LinkedIn. Uh, one of them, which could be a really, really large company. So let me jump in real quick. One of those leads was from our podcast, hey? It was actually, yes. That's so, awesome. That's ex- that's awesome <laughs> to hear. I love that. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it just comes down to putting yourself out there and you know producing content about an area that you have expertise in, and you know sooner or later, hopefully sooner, it's going to result in people contacting you, wanting to work with you. So it's been great for North Digital, and I recommend anyone to make regular LinkedIn posts, even if you're not a business owner. If you 
are uh, if you work for another business, you know, you can still make great posts and you'll have new career opportunities come your way because the reach on Inst- or sorry, the reach on LinkedIn um, is really, really high the way the algorithms are working right now. So that's been really exciting to, cool. to make a quick shift. One thing that I've found with North Digital that's allowing us to grow faster is I kind of call it just growing the entrepreneurial muscle. So North Digital has been around about two years now. And I remember in, in the first year, I would get new things, hit with new things, new dilemmas, opportunities, problems every day. And each one would take a long time for me to work through and figure out what to do with them. And now after two years, I find that a lot of these are almost like split second decisions. You just kind of have built the reflex of knowing what to do when things come in. And whether or not you know the quality of the decision making is maybe similar to how it was a year ago when it took like two hours to make something, but it's just giving me so much more horsepower to make more decisions, get more done each day and grow the business in that sense. And I'm just able to be so much more productive now than at the beginning. So that's been, I think, a huge factor in our growth as well. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, I think I think you can uh, kind of to add to that as well as as you've been running the company and you kind of know the, the key decisions that need to be made when you can make them a lot quicker. It's awesome to see how much that affects positively your business, right? Because you can you can say, I know exactly what to do in this scenario. Let's do the exact same thing in the next scenario. And instead of it taking two hours, it's going to take you 10 minutes to outsource that or, or give it to one of your team or, or, you know, put the appropriate steps in place for the system that uh, that you've built. Definitely. And even to add to that, sometimes when you're first starting out a business, you really don't recognize all the learning that's taking place. You just every day sort of seems like a new experience and you don't see anything tangibly building. But after a year or two years goes by, you actually realize you've just built this very broad body of knowledge in regards to how to handle situations. And finally, that's starting to kind of pay off in a big way, which is, uh, I'm sure you can relate to that as well. <laughs> it's a good yeah, feeling. It's amazing. It's awesome. Um, the, last, uh, the last thing I want to bring up is that Something that's been helping North Digital is refining our focus in terms of what services we provide. We've sort of, it goes hand in hand with focusing on branding and encouraging inbound leads. Some of the inbound leads have been for interesting projects that are a little bit outside the scope of what you normally do. Uh, You know, for example, we've had a, a large helicopter company want us to build a booking system and things like that. And this it's kind of on the fringe of what North Digital does. We do website development, but we're not really a custom software company. So what I've tried to do is focus in on our core competencies, which is building great websites and executing great uh, month-to-month digital marketing campaigns. And then I've built some strategic partnerships to refer out these different services where it can still be profitable for North Digital and the party that I'm referring the business to. So that clarity of focus has, I think, helped move the needle forward a little bit as well. That's awesome. Very cool. So let's let's dive into the topic at hand then. Um, Absolutely. How many times should you follow up with a lead? I I <laughs> think the first thing uh, to to say is there's no right answer. It, it's I think the 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 rule of thumb that has helped you and I the most is you should follow up until you get a hard no, like an absolute no. We're moving forward without you or no, we're not interested in your service, or we've hired internally, or, or something that says an absolute no. Mm-hmm. And I think, although there's no right answer, there is there are wrong answers. And generally speaking, <laughs> wrong answers is anything below seven follow-ups. That's right. Um, so anything from seven to infinity is the right answer, I think. But <laughs> there, So the reason why I say seven is, I don't remember the exact name 
of the study and the researcher, but it's been, you can say, quote unquote, proven or suggested that seven is a number, the number of times at least that you have to follow up with someone or else you're going to be leaving a lot of money on the table because a lot of people won't respond after the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth follow up just because they have busy lives. So seven is like your minimum standard that you have to follow up before you give up on the lead. And uh, you actually told you actually told me a really funny story about your, this is the longest follow-up I've ever heard, but why don't you tell that story to the audience? <laughs> yeah, so just, uh, it was just last week, I signed on a client and I had followed up with this client for, I kid you not, 11 months. <laughs> <laughs> the follow-up period lasted 11 months so i originally met him at a networking event in person and we set up a time we the first bit was pretty quick we i figured out what he needed gave him a proposal we were all ready to go and then you know radio silence so the next week follow up hey how's it going uh where are you at with the project again radio silence kept following up and for whatever reason i was just stubborn about it he this lead in particular had never given me any indication he was not interested so he never said hey i'm not interested it's just like a lot of radio silence and every now and then i would call him and get in touch and he would basically be hey i'm really busy let's deal with this next week next week would come along more radio silence so i went you know i met after the first initial interaction i went four or five months of following up fairly regularly it started off with once a week and then probably went to more like once a month and then I, I did give up for a little while, but I bumped into him walking, walking around on the street here in Vancouver. And then I prompted myself to start following up with him again. I did that for another couple of months. And then finally, just now, he reaches out to me and says, OK, I'm ready to, to go. Let's do this. He comes down to my office. We meet and he's serious. You know, he, he's ready to sign on. He's ready to make payment. And he tells me, you know, Sean, there's a lot of people that do digital marketing work, but the reason I'm going with you is because you followed up with me for so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but that, that proves the point, right? You, you, yeah. you consistently follow up. And I think a lot of that follow-up can be automated too. But one thing I want to I wanna outline as, as part of your story is you kept following up. So you, you've benchmarked that infinity of follow-ups until you either got a hard no because you didn't get a no. But I think I think the other important thing that you really that you mentioned briefly is you you were not annoying because you spaced it out to you know month to month just to check in to see see whether he's still on the same page if you're going to get that hard no because I think a lot of the things that people do is they either never follow up or they follow up to the point where it's too annoying and they're not respecting the person's time so like you're selling to other people in business. Like there are real decision makers on the other end of the, on the other end of the side of the transaction. And if you show them respect, so an example of this was I was following up with this company and I know that she had a really busy weekend planned ahead. And I, we had it agreed that I, we were going to hop on a call on Monday and I sent her a quick message to say, Hey, you know, if you're not able to, if you're not able to chat on, on Monday, let's push the meeting. And I didn't hear back. And so I followed up not on the Monday, but on the Tuesday to say, hey, I know you, you had a really busy weekend. I wanted to give you the Monday to kind of work through, through the aftermath of the weekend. Uh, is now a good time to chat or is, is a, is to set up another time is a good time to chat? And she thanked me. She was like, you know, I'm really glad that you gave me that extra time. I really needed it. We were just, we were completely slammed. Let's talk about moving forward with this transaction. And it was, it was me showing her the respect that I respect her time 
but it was also me making sure to follow up to get that business. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, yeah, I agree. And generally, what I like to do is, in the beginning, follow up once a week and then just gradually space that out to once a month if they've gone quite cold on you. And like you said, you always want to be respectful. You never want to bother someone. And oftentimes, it is just um, they're so busy that they haven't had time to get back to you. And that's the reality of uh, you know the world we live in today is mm -hmm. people are overtaxed and... Another point, actually, is I've talked to a lot of high-level, very wealthy, successful entrepreneurs, and generally, they do not mind being reminded of things. Um, you know, one person in particular I remember who I respect a lot, I've heard him many times saying, you know, like, please do keep reminding me. I won't be offended if you remind me. I just have so much on my plate. I'm moving so fast that I forget. So just please keep following up, and I will at some point have time for this. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. And, you know, realistically, how hard is it to click on an email say, I'm not going to deal with that right now. There are so many different things that people are getting bombarded with these days that just to make sure that you're top of mind with those follow-ups is super important. Mm -hmm. I want to I outline an, an example from Marketo because they have a really interesting follow-up system. What they do is they segment their leads by a lead scoring mechanism and sort them into warm and cold buckets. So if they haven't heard, if they haven't heard back from, call it two months, they put them into a cold bucket which automatically puts them on a six-month follow-up basis. And what, what they do is they have their, their new sales hires follow these cold leads to say, hey, I just want to check in to see where you guys are at. If it's a bad time to follow up, uh, or if it's a bad time to, to set up a conversation, you know, <laughs> just let us know. Or if it's a good time, let us know as well, because they're, they're trying to prompt them for some kind of action. So they, they stick like the new sales guys that's on right. the cold leads. Okay, exactly. that's funny. And then they save the warm leads for the season. Exactly, exactly. Because they've already got their no. So it's, what's the worst <laughs> that can happen? They say no again, right? Mm -hmm. and, and just to kind of space it out with enough time to be respectful. Because I, I think one of the big things that people forget or that they don't think about is no might not necess necessarily mean no. It might mean not right now, right? You either mm. don't have enough money you don't have the team in place, you don't have the proper resources to commit to this, or you don't have the time frame to move forward. But when you, when you might realize the value of whatever solution that you're pitching, so you know, Sean, I'm sure when you pitch people on pay-per-click, some people don't know they need it, they do a little bit of research. As you continue to follow up, once they're educated, they say, you know what, now is the right time. So their, their no or their not right now might just mean that. You know, no is a not right now and, and keep following up to make sure that you get that business or get a hard no where it's like, you know, we, we've hired internally or we don't have the budget for this and, and we're not going to for a little while or something along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with all that. One, again, it comes back, something that really helps, like I talked about before, is systemizing your follow-up process. And you almost, I mean, when you're on the phone with your leads, you want to be very relatable and um, try to understand the situation. But when it comes to follow-ups in general, it sometimes makes sense to almost dehumanize that process from one point of view and that not taking the nose personally, um, not taking their nose as a reflection that you don't have a great business, but it's just, you know, this is a system. There's going to be a lot of leads in your pipeline. You're just going to cycle through, follow up on schedule and have the faith that over time that system will, will uh, work for you. Yeah, I think, I think one of the really key things there is, is make sure that you don't take, don't take the nose personally. It's very easy to think that people don't want to work with you personally, but there are so many different factors to that, that it could just be, just be a bad time of the year. It could be the, the decision makers are out. There's so many different factors. So just, just make sure you keep following up. But remember, be respectful about it. Mm -hmm, definitely. It's just about, yeah, it's like you said, if they, 
you know, if you get a somewhat of a negative response, you can, you know, ask them, do you mind to reach out to you in three or four months and see where you're at? And they're usually going to say yes. And another thing you can do is even after a, a hard no, I'll sometimes ask, okay, no, no worries. Understand where you're at. Do you mind if I put you on our email list? Um, we just we talk about digital marketing news, and almost always they'll say yes to that. And then you're kind of following up in the background without actually explicitly following up. And there's always a chance that they might need your service in the future or refer you to someone else. So you can always you want to maximize the value of every lead you have. Yeah, I think that I think that email list is a great point. So I think mm-hmm. I think that's everything on on my end. I have an ask of the audience. Uh, you know, obviously we love creating this content for you, and we hope it brings you a lot of value. But if you could give us a rating on whatever you're listening to, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, even on SoundCloud, it, it helps if you like the podcast and let your friends know about it because uh, because obviously we're looking to provide as much value to business operators and business employees as possible. So you know, give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. I echo what Kimia says. Uh, it's our pleasure to put out this content and we hope it's given you guys a lot of value. So until next Monday, we're going to see you later. All right, guys, take care.